Hey, hey, habit thrivers. If you're ready to rock your next chapter, this is your place. It's time to live your most fit, fearless, and fabulous life. I believe that our daily habits and routines set the foundation for achieving our dream lives and help us find more passion and clarity with less doubt and uncertainty. So let's get cozy. Grab your planner and your favorite beverage and come along with me on this journey of reclaiming your passions and finding new ones along the way. Hey there, Habit Thrivers, and welcome to the Habit Thrive Podcast, where we lean into our daily habits and routines to crush our days and our bucket lists. We need strength to do both. In today's episode, I hope to inspire and motivate you to make or keep strength training as an essential part of your wellness routine. In the last two episodes, we've been walking and biking, swimming and dancing our ways to stronger hearts and robust lungs, working on the cardio or aerobic aspect of our fitness. Adding a strength component to your weekly exercise regime will not only help you build lean muscle tissue, which makes you a fat-burning machine, it will also strengthen your bones, improve your posture and your balance, strengthen your breathing muscles, and overall have you moving through your day and your life with more ease. So how do you do this? Number one, check in with your doctor, physio, chiropractor, or other health practitioner should you have any health issues or conditions that should be considered when adding or increasing your strengthening. It's great to do this as they are amazing resources and support for you, particularly when a condition such as osteoporosis or a past injury or high blood pressure needs to be considered. Number two, choose something that you want to be able to do and you either can't do it right now or you can do it but it's difficult. Write it down, put the date beside it and have that in your journal or your planner or even on just a sticky note on your desk on your counter. Some examples could be number one, walking up and down stairs at work or in your house with less or no knee or hip pain. Number two, moving gardening pots around your backyard, raking, shoveling with less or no back pain. Number three, portaging a uh, canoe, a kayak, right? Sometime in the summer, you either used to be able to do that or you're just starting with this and you're wanting to be able to, again, be a little bit uh, more comfortable, increase your strength in some of these more adventurous activities. Number four could be lifting yourself into a boat or onto a paddle board if you've just started to do the the paddle boarding. And this actually reminded me a few years ago, we did something called egress training with the family. And what egress training is, is learning how to get out of a float plane if it flips upside down and you need to get out of that plane. So we were doing the training in a pool. There was also a raft. The raft would get launched from the plane. You get yourself out. And now I knew this before the egress training, but that feeling and activity at the same time of hauling yourself into a raft, it was eye-opening. I was actually very, very thankful that my upper body strength, i it's been in the back of my mind from an emergency 
perspective for many years to get myself back into a canoe, to get back into a higher boat, to even lift myself off the side of the pool when we were doing aqua fitness, right? And we're doing our push-ups. So there is strength that comes into play in emergency situations as well. But in that situation, again, in the raft, in the pool, being able to bring myself up over the raft and then get in there and help other people get in. That is something that will always stick with me. So my upper body strength is something I will always stay with it. Even if that motivation, again, is an emergency situation. Also, do you have on your bucket list anything that you want to increase your strength for so it could be leg strength and core strength and upper body strength for a trail hike somewhere in the world so you are writing that down putting the date down today and now you could put your date forward if you know it is very specific let's say to a trip then you can be putting that date down as well Now, it could be general strengthening that you're looking for. You want to feel stronger on your walks. You want to get stronger with your swimming, your golfing, actually, your pickleballing, anything that you are doing. And you're just thinking, I just want this to be a little bit easier. I want to hit the ball a little harder, maybe in pickleball, or I want to hit a little further in golf. All of that, that can be general strengthening. But the big thing is when you start to do a consistent strength training program, especially if it is specific to an activity or a particular goal that you want to set, noticing when you are getting stronger motivates you and inspires you to keep going with it. So that is number two. So number one, check in with your practitioner. Number two, think of and actually what it is is it's coming back to your why it's coming back why do you want to increase your strength so that's number two number three researching what muscles do you need to strengthen so in general we do want to strengthen all of our major muscles if and ideally you know as a personal trainer i am suggesting (laughs) that you consult with a personal trainer or do a strength training class or whether it's in person online but even if it's online again if you have that opportunity to be able to connect so that the practitioner is also seeing your technique that is ideal so all major muscle groups two to three times a week on alternate days if you are doing all of the muscle groups to give that little bit of a break. Now, there are two other aspects to this that I want you to think about. And that is also that you can then hone in on the muscles that you want to strengthen for your particular activity. So let's say it was lifting a kayak over your head to go through this portage. Then if you don't want to have your kayak in your house while you are doing this, let's say three times a week, but actually I should say getting to the point that you are actually using the prop, whether it's a a pot in the garden or whether it's a kayak, right where you are not under time pressure because very often that is when we hurt ourselves right going through a portage or or even it's going to rain tomorrow so we're going to try to get all these things done in the garden so in this scenario where you are strengthening where you're able to use your breath you're able to use your core and be in a good position from a technical standpoint you are going to strengthen and less chance of injury 
So knowing the muscles that you that you are strengthening. So for example, with the kayak, you want to have the leg strength. So you are going to be coming into a squat. You want to be able to have the upper body and core strength to lift that canoe onto your thighs. There is some rhythm, there is some breath work in this and a little bit of a swing to get that kayak up and resting on your shoulders and then up over your head. So just again, I know there's probably not everyone, and actually I have not done this in years as well, but it is a really, really interesting strengthening aspect. And I have said, now it's not on my bucket list, but it is on my list to try to see if I can still get that up over my head. I'm thinking maybe not, but I will keep you posted on that. But the same thing applies to whether or not we are lifting a garden pot, where if we don't have the pot in the house again, you might have start with lighter weights, your knees are bent, you're into that squat position, you press through your legs, you come up from there, you are lifting again from your legs and your core, not from your neck and your back. So checking in with someone who can see you doing this is ideal with weights because again sometimes it's hard to do that in your garden with the pot or out with the kayak so seeing the technique in a class situation in a personal training situation is ideal so then you've got that overall strengthening for everyday activities that you're doing two to three times a week on alternate days. And I would just start with one day, by the way, if strengthening is new for you, I would start with adding one strength sequence a week. Now the other strengthening that I've added in, and this has happened, this actually started to be more part of my monthly it's actually daily, but it's a month at a time regime during COVID. And that was doing a monthly movement morsel. So for example, one month, I would do plank. Get my plank up to one minute, whether it was a forearm plank or on my wrist for a minute. Most days of the week, doing a nice stretch back into a child's pose or a good stretch of my back into downward dog after doing this plank. So those two together, movement morsel. Okay to do those every day. And in fact, if I was still doing a 30 minute strengthening, and this is a little bit more advanced, that would could still happen on that particular day. So you start slowly and then start to build up until you're reaching your goals. And that's again that question of how much do I lift and how much do I do? Start slowly, keep adding on. Have you reached your goal yet? You might say, yes, I've reached my goal, but I want to set a new goal. And then that is what keeps us strengthening because here's the thing about our bone strength, our muscle strength, is that post mm, 35 even, we start to lose muscle. And again, then we are starting to lose our, or decrease in our bone density as well. So when we have, when we're strengthening our, our muscles and our muscles are pulling on our bones, that is what is increasing bone strength. We have to, over the age of 35, and I'm gonna say over the age of 50, I'm gonna jump into that, that we have to do more than we actually think we need to do to stay above the atrophy of our muscles. And so as long as you're breathing, you're moving and you're stretching and things are feeling good and you're reaching your goals. When someone says to me, what is the most that I can lift? Should I be lifting 10 pound weights? Should I be lifting 15 or 20 pound weights? For sure, you can. It depends on your goals, it depends on your technique, it depends on your joints. And so that's actually where 
it is quite flexible, but it actually becomes a little bit sometimes confusing. And so sometimes we tend to do a little less because we are fearful of hurting ourselves. And that is safe. I think that is smart. At the same time, I'd like you to take that reservation around increasing your strength and go in and book a session with a personal trainer. Go to a class where someone is able to watch you because the benefits of staying with your strengthening instead of being worried and saying, I can't lift that, I can't lift you know, over a pound. There are situ situations where your doctor might have said, that's it in terms of osteoporosis or you've had some kind of surgery. That is different, right? You may be limited in the amount that you are lifting for all kinds of reasons, but it is worth digging in more, talking to your doctor, your practitioner. There's so much support in our communities, especially now coming out of COVID, where um, we're able to do this now. So I really want to recommend that. So uh, up on my soapbox there for a little, little bit. So that is uh, number three. So you have particular muscles that you're strengthening. Now muscles, we're doing all of it at the same time. And when we're strengthening a muscle, uh, let's say for example, the bicep muscle, the muscle that is on the other side of that is the tricep, it needs to lengthen. So we are constantly, as we're strengthening, we're also lengthening. Now we can dig into flexibility a little bit more for sure and range of motion, that is all part of it. But also to know when you are strengthening a muscle, you are lengthening muscles as well. So you get both, which is fantastic. Now, if you were gonna put this all together, because as much as everything is out there, even myself talking to you through this podcast, right? And there's lots on Instagram and YouTube and, and Facebook so many activities out there, so many suggestions for exercising. The biggest, not the biggest thing, safety for sure, knowing what is good for you related to your goals, but having a plan, right? And that is where we are back to our habits and routines, that we have a plan, it's on a calendar, we're tracking it, we see the results, right? Because it's not, some of you will just love to exercise to exercise for sure. You have the endorphins, you love it. Some of you are saying, I don't love exercise. I exercise and I do strengthening because I know it's good for me and I know it's going to give me a good quality of life that I'm going to be able to hang out with my, my grandkids and my family and do what I want to do for the rest of my life. That's my why. That's my motivation. I don't like exercise, <laughs> right? And so that's okay. That's okay for sure. So we're not gonna love every single aspect. Now we can make it more fun, right? And that is where you start to say, okay, I'm gonna put this into my day. Maybe I might do this outside. Maybe I might go on a, on a walk and I'll do some squats at this particular bench on this walking trail, or I might break into a plank on this tree stump. So you can start to get more variety. You can start to get a little bit more adventurous, all of that to make it more fun. At the beginning, right, you're just happy sometimes to get things done. So know that that's a possibility as well. So you might set a goal that you're walking for 30 minutes, three times a week, and you're adding um, a 30 minute strengthening session in on alternate days once or twice a week and you have a little bit of yoga in there right you might be attending a class so this is all coming together and then you evaluate you can say to yourself am I enjoying this because it still is easier if you 
are enjoying it, you're doing it with somebody else, you enjoy the, the social aspect of it, you're in a class, whether it's a Zoom class or you're in person, all of that will make you do it more. I am also motivated by seeing my progress in a planner and a tracker. That's, that's me, I know that's for some of you as well, not for everybody though. So you notice what motivates you, what is your reward for that? It can be extrinsic like a massage or a pedicure or a little spa weekend when you just start to notice that these goals that you are setting for yourself, you are, you are accomplishing them. And that is the in intrinsic reward right there as well. So I think that <laughs> I have covered it, it's there's just so much to cover and again I get so excited I also want to mention again it can be light weights like one pound three pound five pound it can be your body weight right if you're doing a plank if you're doing push-ups you're doing squats that's body weight you can use exercise bands I love taking my exercise bands with me when I'm traveling I use them in my zoom classes as well so it does not have to be actual weights it could be um, kettleballs as well there's just all kinds of different weights that you can experience and explore as well so to recap Number one, check in with your healthcare practitioner, your therapist, physiotherapist, massage therapist, everyone who can support you uh, in terms of advice and uh, ideas. Number two, choose a goal so that you can be motivated by your progress. Okay, so it could just be moving with more ease as you as you get through your day, or it can be very something very specific to an activity you're doing in your house or your yard. Number three, figure out the muscles that you need to strengthen for that particular goal. Okay, so you're still going to be strengthening all your major muscles, but that it just becomes really interesting. And I would say, again, talk to your, your practitioners about that. When you Google something like this on WebMD, for example, or any, let's say, Osteoporosis Society of, of Canada or in the States, those type of sites, again, very, very good. Any kind of anatomy site, uh, what are the muscles to do this particular activity? Okay, it could be to golf, again, pickleball, gardening, any of that. That's motivating to know the muscles that we are strengthening to be able to do the activity and live the life that we want to live. Also know that if you are exercising consistently, you are still part of a minority. If you even think about your friends and your family even, when they see you, right, it's not, let's say, necessarily your role, but just through osmosis, people will be more active and well around you. But you are still in the minority in terms of the percentage of people that are exercising on a consistent basis. And it truly is the key to healthy aging and to an awesome quality of life. So big pat on your back, even if you're just thinking about it right now, right? Because that is part of the process. Big hugs. And I look forward to getting together with you next week on July 1st, Canada's birthday. Bye for now, everyone. If you love this episode, I guarantee you're going to love exploring all the amazing opportunities that await us in reclaiming our awesomeness together. So come on over to my Facebook group, Women's Wellness Community for Women Wanting to Rock Their Me Now Years, 
Or let's connect over on Instagram at HabitGuru365 and make the Habit Guru podcast your healthy new habit.